welcome to everything is wrong and i would like to fix it this is recording number i don't even freaking know at this point so today's episode is called the disgraced woman based off of the disgraced woman i saw pamela anderson's documentary and it made me think and think and think and think and so now we have to talk about it This in conjunction with a bunch of other stuff. So let's talk about some observations that I've observed. On TikTok, there are people giving advice. Teenage girls are giving advice, right? Aesthetic advice. Uh, Something called the dark feminine, which is you have to play mysterious, play the game, the dating game. Hide your true self, look a certain way, act a certain way, carry yourself a certain way, talk, you know, all of that bullshit. And it teaches you to change yourself to be worthy of love, in essence. And I was making a poster for this episode, and I found myself, I found myself feeling really really weird I haven't put a finger on it yet but it felt weird uh also later on when I was editing the video it was an interesting situation because I put myself in the gaze of a male a straight guy and I sexualized myself and I made myself an object And then later on, when I was in post-production and I was editing, I was having playtime. It was, it's fun. Um, Seeing all the cool things you can do with the effects and all. So I was doing that and I, it took me a while to realize what I was doing. I had made myself into a statue and into a caricature, both at the same time. Um... Emily Ratajkowski mentions in her book that muses often end up with no recognition, nothing to their name, and like essentially in unmarked graves, while the men who bemused them, if that's the right word, I don't know, uh, profit off of their bodies and their beauty. And then that spurs together a whole, like, this is such a dense topic. Like, the, she, I don't have it in front of me right now. And I lent my book to someone. If I lent it to you, give it back, please. So we can have my quote. Um, But basically what she was saying was, that you see these uh, sculptures everywhere. You see them everywhere of this woman. It's in Columbus Circle. It's on the Brooklyn Bridge. It's everywhere. She is Miss Manhattan. Do we know her name? No. Nobody knows her name. I forgot her name, and I literally read it. Um, And... I think she was the one who died in an unmarked grave. Um, If I'm wrong, please let me know. 
I might be very possible. But I, that's what I think, that's what I remember she was saying in the book. And it really touched me because I thought, huh. I don't know, I've been gathering information on what people have been saying about the society that we live in, right? Emily Ratajkowski wrote this book saying she is at the top of the... She didn't say this, but what I'm, what I'm saying, I'm saying this. We live in a society that promotes certain looks, right? This is where we're at. And then we have TikTok and people giving unsolicited advice on how to change yourself and make yourself worthy of love by being feminine and like playing insecure attachment games when you could just tell someone you like them and um be vulnerable and be real and you know love love exists when you're not playing the game um Anyway, but so we live in the society, right? And in the society, there are these beauty standards that are constantly revolving. Now even faster. Thank you, TikTok. Thank you, Instagram. Thank you, fast fashion. Thanks for all of that. Um, people's bodies go in and out of trend. Body shapes facial shapes, I, in complete transparency, I got a nose job, erased my ethnicity, and now I'm growing out a unibrow because it's all I have left, and my inner child does not trust me anymore, which sucks, it sucks, so there's that, sorry, I'm like going through it like it's bullet points, I've just recorded this so many times, Um, and this is such a dense topic. So, I made myself into a statue and into a caricature. And Pamela Anderson, in her documentary, says that, you know, you kind of play a caricature of people think of you as a sex icon. Then you play it, you play into it, and that's how you make your money. So... It makes a lot of sense that young people will go on Instagram, Twitter, whatever, and not Twitter because Elon, Elon can go, I'm going to be nice. So people go onto these apps and these apps tell them whether or not they are Deserving of love based off of how they look, how they act, what kind of core they are. Are they ballerina core, indie grunge core, whatever. And basically, anyone who's not in that suffers. And now we're getting the people who are in that telling us this is bad, this is really bad because we're at the top and and shit is bad. Countless women who we are supposed to idolize have come out and said that they have been assaulted xyz like so many bad things have happened and on top of it they do not own their bodies in the sense that there are men making millions of dollars off of their backs and you know these women at the top exploited 
a thing that they had. Because we were all raised to pick up on cues on what makes a person successful. What do you have going for you? And how can you make money out of it? How can you commodify yourself? It sucks. The whole thing sucks. I'm complaining a lot, but you know what? I'm going to complain and then we're going to figure it out. So I, I don't like that. I don't like that we have to do that. I, I had to this week go on Instagram Live and humiliate myself to ask for money because I got handed a bill that I can't afford to pay. So if anyone wants to help me, my Venmo is Malats, M-A-L-A-T-H-S, Malats Venmo. These women at the top of our socioeconomic, is it socioeconomic, socio, whatever, are, they are the it girls. It brings into question, pretty privileged, right? Pretty privileged, is it real, is it not, whatever. Um, Anna Psychology has a really good video on this. The summary from what I remember is... Yes, pretty people have more opportunities to climb the social ladder, but at the cost of appeasing a man who sees you as an object of desire. Now, here's the problem with being an object of desire. It's real close to being a muse. And when you're someone's muse, run or stay, depending on what it is. I think it's natural to be inspired by the person that you love but if you're someone's muse but you're in a situationship run because the feeling of being a muse is that your job is to morph into exactly that person and usually that person's perception of you is not a full and thorough detailed perception it's a fantasy if you are someone's muse you are someone's fantasy it felt shattering it felt shattering because you get shattered to a million trillion little pieces and someone picks up one little piece of glass and is like wow this is the most beautiful piece of glass i've ever seen i'm gonna exploit it I'm so inspired, I'm gonna exploit it. One time I got some dude DMing me being like, can I make an NFT of your eyes? Your emerald eyes. I was like, shut the fuck up. Are you gonna be paying me? And then he goes, I can give you credit for it. I said, shut up. Shut up. (laughs) No, don't talk like that. Stop bugging women, you know? Anyway, so, uh, another thing that's dangerous about the way that we treat women, we, we all know about the Madonna whore complex, right? If you don't know it. Either you're seen as a sexual object or you're seen as wifey. <laughs> and I think everyone who is a person, but tradition i guess traditionally and all i can speak for is the straight girlies or the bi girlies with straight men um 
there's a cycle that goes on, right? Where you're, and I don't know which one comes first. So you're in this cycle, you're sexualized, you're objectified. But I think you might, yeah, you're sexualized first because someone finds you attractive. Now, now they're seeing the sexual potential in you, right? Then you're objectified because now, now the dudes are thinking, huh? got something I want and then say they convince you you get used and discarded at least in New York (laughs) New York is a grim place um and then the cycle keeps going but there are multiple versions of this cycle because this cycle affects multiple people another I wrote it in a post-it note so You're being objectified and then sexualized and then pursued. The objectification and sexualization might be the same thing now that I'm thinking about it. Um, In the process of being pursued, obviously the girlies are happy. Um, But during... and, And I'm not speaking in absolutes. I'm not saying everyone is like this. What I'm saying is, is that... We as a society have a general pattern of using women for their sexuality and discarding them after they've proven their worth, uh, after they've supplied society what they need to supply society with. Think Mia Khalifa. She made three videos and is banned in the Middle East, although the Middle East is her number one audience. Why? Because during the disregard phase... There is projected shame. Men displace their own shame onto women. Post not clarity, that whole thing? Sure, whatever. There is shame. There is shame there. And it's the shame that gets passed on to the woman that makes her disgraced. And then men start, you know, look for the next. Who's the next person to objectify, sexualize, pursue, use, disregard, project shame onto? During the disregard phase, you start to think, especially if you have an insecure attachment, you start to think, I must not be good enough. When in reality, whoever it is you're dating had no intention of treating you with respect. What you need to do is get better at filtering the ones. The ones who are willing to do the work and willing to look inward and willing to um, offer you the protections that are needed in today's society because we are losing our rights. We're losing our rights. Yeah, also, I used AI. I hate AI, but I used it anyway. I used it for, uh, just to see, because in, in my head, AI is a big database of common opinions. At first, I looked up female icon, gave me a blondie with some curly hair. Then I looked up disgraced female, which gave me a woman who looks like a woman of color. Completely naked, wearing knee-high socks 
and a veil. Then I looked up, disgraced woman, close up, and you see the expression of a woman who looks like she's having intercourse. Looked up, disgraced woman, again and again. Naked ladies. Naked. And then the apps that I was using at some point started telling me, you can't look that up because it's not safe for work. I looked up disgraced woman. When I looked up disgraced man, it was just men looking like this. Looking like all like, oh, my life is ruined. I just lost my job. They're all wearing crew necks. I don't know. So I kept looking it up. Um, some showed images of women in despair, which is right. Then I looked up, uh, disgraced female icons. Icons brought me some interesting looking things, maybe like an actress that looks kind of like a pinup doll, a girl that looks like an angel, and then finally, a sculpture. The muse. Back to... And and I thought, holy crap. All of... Like, this is what we think. A disgraced female icon. If you ask AI what it is, eventually you will get to a sculpture. Women are not thought of as human beings... Still, we are still objects of desire. There are so much more things to talk about. I'm not even halfway done, so we're going to keep talking about this over time. Also, town hall. We are having a town hall. If you are in the New York area, come complain. Uh, Details will be posted. Town hall also includes a meditation and art gallery and a little party afterwards, and I would like to DJ it, so, and if you're a DJ, come DJ, um, I don't know how to fix this problem, so, think with me, I have two questions, where are the pressure points in this situation, and where are the soft spots, where can we enter, and how can we make a ripple, Those are my two questions uh, that I leave you with. I wish everyone a happy, happy time. Think about me. I'll be thinking about you. I love you guys. Bye.